Welcome to the Mindful Life Podcast. Join me, your host, Marianne Eve, mental health social worker and mindfulness educator, as I navigate living my best life with the intention to educate and raise the collective consciousness around the benefits of living a mindful life. Each week via the Mindful Life Podcast, I will bring to you a range of content, including special guests that explore mindfulness, mindset, and mental health. Are you feeling tired or are you under stress? Are you overloaded or just generally feeling overwhelmed? Well, I'm really excited to share a very special stress reduction tool that I've been using and recommending to my clients for a number of years. Calm is the number one app for meditation, relaxation and sleep. With over 21 million downloads and achieving the Apple App of the Year in 2017, Calm is so perfectly aligned with all that I do as a mental health professional and all that I teach here at the Mindful Life Podcast. It is the perfect stress relief strategy and the perfect mindfulness tool. The app has so many fantastic and easy to use features, including Daily Calm, a brand new 10 minute meditation every day, 100 plus guided meditations covering anxiety, focus, gratitude, and so much more. 80 plus sleep stories to settle the mind and relax the body. Exclusive music tracks for focus, relaxation, and sleep. Calm Masterclass featuring world-renowned mindfulness experts. My personal favorites include sleep stories, and I've recently discovered Calm Music, which I have on a continuous loop at my practice, in counseling sessions, and in classes. I also love the Calm Masterclass videos, which cover some fantastic topics, including gratitude, happiness, and mindful eating. And not to mention all the great features the app now offers for kids, including sleep stories, meditations, and lullabies. I'm so very excited to be partnering with Calm to bring you, my listeners, some amazing offers. Calm is so generously offering the Mindful Life podcast listeners a free four-week subscription to the Calm Premium app. All you need to do is head to the following link, calm.com forward slash calm health trial. That's calm.com forward slash calm health trial and just follow the prompts to enjoy your free four-week trial of calm premium you'll be feeling calm relaxed and at peace in no time the mindful life podcast acknowledges the Wurundjeri people who are the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast was recorded We recognise their continuing connection to land, water and community and pay respect to their elders past, present and emerging. Please be advised that the content and the subject of today's episode may be distressing for some listeners. It deals with the subject of suicidal ideation and intrusive thoughts related to suicide. Please exercise listener discretion. And if you feel you may be upset or triggered by listening, you may want to consider whether this episode is suitable for you. Australian mental health support numbers are listed in the show notes if you do require support or assistance. 
Hello and thanks for joining me for episode number 33 of the Mindful Life podcast. Today, September the 10th, is World Suicide Prevention Day. Every year here in Australia, eight people a day end their life via suicide. It is the silent killer of our population and sadly their stats are climbing each year. As a community, we all have a role to play. We can help to raise awareness and reduce these stats by equipping ourselves with the knowledge and skills to provide initial support and referral options to those we are concerned about. Asking the right questions and providing a non-judgmental listening ear just may save a life. Today, September the 10th, is World Suicide Prevention Day. Suicide is an issue that impacts many people. In my opinion, it's a public health issue here in Australia. Every year in this country, approximately 400,000 Australians experience suicidal ideation. That is 400,000 people have thoughts to end their life. 65,000 people make an attempt to end their life and 35,000 people are admitted to hospital for suicide related injuries. And sadly, approximately 3,000 Australians die each year from suicide. The figure for 2017 was actually 3,128 deaths via suicide in this country. This figure is rising every year. That equates to approximately a little over eight deaths a day in this country via suicide. So those stats are pretty confronting and pretty sad and they're really hard to digest. Suicides are not reported in the media. There's so little being done to raise awareness. And as I've said, the figures are climbing every year. In terms of my professional experience, I've worked as a professional helper for just over 25 years. And during that time, I would have supported well over 100 people who are having some sort of suicidal ideation or displaying suicidal behaviors, or who have in fact made attempts to end their life. In terms of my current experience in my private mental health counselling practice, it's not unusual for me to be supporting between one and five clients who are experiencing active suicidal thoughts and behaviours. Having a background in clinical mental health, I am very comfortable managing risk. My role is to work with the client to keep them safe. But on a daily basis, I am completing what we call a suicide risk assessment. This is working with the client to keep them safe. And I'll talk a little bit more about what is involved with a suicide risk assessment a little later. But firstly, let's discuss how we all as a community can work to keep these people safe. Because it really isn't just up to the mental health professionals. Everyone has a role to play. I think the most important thing is to open up the conversation. If you're worried about someone, ask them if they're having thoughts of harming themselves. Start with asking them, are you okay? Is there anything you'd like to talk about? I know some of these questions are pretty difficult to ask, but opening up the discussion just may save a life. Now, I certainly wouldn't expect people to be undertaking a detailed suicide risk assessment, but there are three questions that mental health workers do ask when completing a risk assessment of a client who's experiencing suicidal thoughts. So these are as follows. Number one, are you having thoughts of harming yourself or ending your life? Now thoughts don't necessarily uh, equal 
uh, someone intending on uh, ending their life. Uh, but if the suicidal thoughts there, then obviously the person's feeling pretty low. Number two, do you have a plan? Are you thinking about specific ways you would end your life? Number three, now this one is really important and it's the deal breaker. Do you intend on acting on these thoughts? And I'd just add to that, asking the question, can you guarantee your safety? So obviously if the client intends on acting on the plan that they've outlined, uh, things are pretty serious and the risk is what we call imminent. So that means we're at a point where things are, I would say, an emergency. So these are the most vital questions to be asking and these are the questions that make up a suicide risk assessment. If those three boxes are ticked, uh, if there's thoughts, if there's a plan and if there's intention and an inability to keep themselves safe, uh, I would then be looking at seeking immediate support for the client. And this is not a negotiable. This support would be in the form of uh, emergency services, so calling an ambulance or getting the client transported straight to the ED, so the emergency department of the hospital where they can be um, assessed by a mental health professional. Now, if there are thoughts uh, and a plan, but no intention, I would still look at getting some immediate support, uh, taking into consideration that you, the individual, are not trained in mental health and not able to thoroughly risk assess the client, it would be important to get some professional support immediately. So this could be uh, in the form of calling a statewide mental health um, number, and I'll list those in the show notes, the statewide mental health numbers for Australia. International listeners, please access your state mental health support numbers online. So obviously getting support is vital regardless of the risk, but of course imminent risk requires immediate support and non-life-threatening risk, of course, also requires timely support. Now I think uh, GPs, your general practitioner, are often the best place to start for all mental health issues um, and particularly for those who, that don't present imminent risk. So GPs are trained in mental health and they can provide initial as well as ongoing support to the individual and then they can then also refer them on to someone like myself or they can refer them on, um, of course, for more intensive support if that is needed. So again, just reiterating, providing support in a non-judgmental way, asking the questions, being compassionate and empathic. Uh, sometimes just being that listening ear may help someone get through a tough time. And most importantly, don't be afraid to ask the tough questions that I've just outlined. It will likely be a relief for the individual to be asked and a relief for them to get it off their chest, to actually talk about what's going through their mind and then work with them to get them linked into some supports. Uh, reaching out and having a conversation with someone just might save their life. So thanks for stopping by and listening to today's episode on suicide prevention on this World Suicide Prevention Day. It really is a very difficult and confronting subject and one that touches the lives of many people. We need to keep talking about suicide and we need to keep working to remove the stigma and to raise awareness. 
uh, not just people like me. You know, I work in the field and it's my job to uh, keep raising that uh, awareness uh, and educating people but it's also up to individuals like yourself to talk about it and get out there and uh, educate and raise awareness as well. We all need to contribute to the conversation and help to raise awareness. So if you have learned something today or found it helpful please feel free to share this episode. You never know it just might help or even enlighten someone else And if you are listening via a podcast that allows you to leave a review, please consider leaving a few kind words and hitting those stars. And until next time, may you have peace in your thoughts and your hearts and share it with others. If for any reason you have found the content of today's podcast triggering or distressing in any way, please consider accessing some professional support. Australian mental health telephone support numbers are listed in the show notes. You've been listening to the Mindful Life podcast with your host, Marianne Eve, mental health social worker and mindfulness educator. If you'd like further information or you'd like to connect, feel free to make contact via Facebook or Instagram under the handle Mindful Life Podcast or via email mindfullifepodcast at gmail.com Music